All right, uh, we're here now, uh, joined by, of course, uh, Giancarlo Veronini is still here. Hello. We're joined by uh, GameSpot's Danny O'Dwyer. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I, Thank I, you for asking. I'm helping. Yes. This is great. I think <laughs> I've been on every podcast now. That's done. I don't need to be on any more Giant Bomb Pie. I've, I've checked all right, them yeah, all you off. Checked them all off. Yeah. You're, you're done. Yeah. Well, we've got a first timer here, WWE superstar Roman Reigns. How you doing, sir? What's up, guys? I'm popping my chair this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in town, uh, you know, we, we got uh, WWE uh, 2K15 uh, coming out here pretty soon. I guess it's uh, we're, we're, it's out on 360 and PS3, mm. coming to the next gen consoles on the 18th. So you're you're making the rounds. You got to little bit of downtime here but it sounds like uh you, you've been keeping pretty busy even though you're technically out on injury how's it been going yeah it's been uh you know a little bit of you know r and r and then a little bit of work uh, mm-hmm. been back on the road did uh raw this past monday and now i'm out here in lovely california in san francisco out in the bay yeah uh it's uh it's been hectic out here world series time of course you know football season getting all, all big uh you know we'd be remiss not to mention that uh, the Niners are playing where uh, they'll be they'll be playing while WrestleMania 31 is going down. Uh, so you'll be back out here in, in a little bit. Um, how's that uh, how's that uh, shaping up for you on the on the comeback train here? It's been been a little bit since you've been out, but but how, how's the injury? How's the, the rehab been going? Uh, it's going good. You know, I mean, this is a situation, you know, there's not really exercises or any, you know, they're, so it's just it's time not like rebuilding a muscle. It's yeah. pretty much just waiting for that scar to mend and just really strengthen. Um, you know, I had a, a piece of mesh that they put in there to mm-hmm. really help, you know, conceal that scar. And so that way it won't reopen. So yeah. for me, this has kind of been the hardest rehab I've ever, ever had to do because I can't just outwork it. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. I can't just like, screw it i'll sweat and i'll work hard as i can and i'll just beat it this is a situation where i was kind of locked in my house and just on the couch for a long time Mm -hmm. um you know being on the couch for two weeks you know not being able to move for the first three days i mean any type of shifting standing straight up i mean it felt like you know my my abdomen wall didn't want to like release it was just constricted the whole time just because there's so much trauma so Um, it feels good. I mean, you really take for granted just the little things, uh, you know, standing up straight, walking to take a piss is, mm. was like just a home run for me at, at one point. So, yeah. um, you know, to be back in the gym, sweating, being, you know, doing cardio, um, really lightweights. That's, that's minorly embarrassing. Um, <laughs> you know, just doing all the reps, just I don't know, man. tons I, and tons. I of lift reps. the five pound weights all the time and I don't feel no shame in it. It's been <laughs> to each his own, man, but I got my own situation, my own regiment. So yeah. For Isn't... me, it's uh, it's a little different. I'm used to doing explosive movements. Uh, you know, I played football before wrestling. Um, and you know, and that's one thing, you know, as a lot of football players would tell you is the platform lifting, the, the mm-hmm. Olympic lifting, the explosive movements, those are all key in, in, in athleticism. So for me, it's, it's just about getting back on the bike. It's it's going to take some time, but you know, that's what uh that's what it's all about. Yeah. Is, is that one of those injuries that kind of because the small intestine it doesn't or the intestines don't like getting moved? Is that one of those injuries that's kind of always going to be there? Like you're always worried that another hernia might happen or that you might have some like bowel adhesions or something like that. Like, well, I think once you know we get to the point where we're completely confident in the scarring, um, we won't. I'm not. I don't think we're too worried about it reopening, especially with that mm. mesh. It's supposed to be the mesh is supposed to really help it uh, be way stronger, you know, at that point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, anytime you have your insides moving around, that that's a thing. Uh, you know, I, my intestine was sticking out. You know, mm. I, pretty much there was a hole in my in my lower abdomen wall. And 
um, just from for whatever reason, you know, my intestine popped out. And for a long time, I could just kind of push it back in. Oh man. Um, yeah, and which it's as bad as it sounds. It, it did not feel good at all. But it just, you know, like anything, you callous over and you get used to it. Um, but I just couldn't get it back in for the life of me, and it, it got to the point where it was like one, you know, one thirty-two in the morning uh, after mm-hmm. calling, you know, four or five people, getting like, "What are you doing? Call nine one one." I was like, "All right, that was the fifth person that." told me <laughs> confirmation uh and i didn't even do it. i called like the front desk and they sent security and the dude walked in and he he had no clue what was going on i just like i pulled my pants down. i was like look i and you mm. can see the bulge of oh, the intestines wow. sticking through so um yeah after about five or six people saying don't be an idiot what's wrong with you it's Which, like, no, I can just gut this out. Don't worry. It'll yeah, be fine. I'm a yeah. man. I rub dirt on it. Walk yeah. it up. Don't rub it. <laughs> Don't rub it. Yeah. That's what I was told in Little Leagues. Uh, mm. But, I mean, you know, if I would have waited any longer. Um, so pretty much what happened is when your intestines sticking through, mm-hmm. there's no oxygen, no blood flow getting to wow. it, no circulation. Yeah. So it turned black. Wow. Yeah, it was nasty. And then that, you know, with that happening, um, it it wrapped up like with my testicle as well. Yeah, and, fuck. Like, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on down yeah. there, ladies. Um, <laughs> so that became a whole ordeal. They had to pull that out along with my testicle, unravel it all, and then put it back in. So, I mean, my that's geez. a lot of movement uh, for a, a place that doesn't get moved. Yes. So, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time to get everything reorganized, I imagine, down there. Yeah. Um, but the scars, the scars doing well. Um, I just got to be patient. That's the hardest part is not trying to just dive in. Right. Yeah. So is that, is that something where, you know, how does the, you know, once you kind of get cleared, is it just, you're just like back to business, like main roster, let's go. Or do you, do you see yourself kind of like, you know, you got to kind of work through it a little bit, uh, have some easier, you know, some, some light kind of workouts in the ring before you get back up there. What's the, what's the end game on, on getting back in? Um, you know, it's hard to tell because, yeah. you know, pretty much like with hernia is the, the six weeks is kind of the number that's always thrown around. Yeah. But then what people don't realize is that's just getting back in the weight room and lifting fairly heavy. Um, I'm mm. not, not to toot my own horn, but you know, toot toot. <laughs> um, I'm not an average person. I, I'm very strong. I've been in the weight room for a long time, so yeah. I'm used to moving a lot of weight. Um, you know, and very explosive movements. So for me, it's going to take a little bit longer to get to that point, I think. So right. six weeks, I'll start to flirt with it, you know, start to mm-hmm. test it, straining a little bit here and there. Um, nothing crazy. No, you know, I'm not going to be able to squat, probably won't be able to do heavy deadlifts or, you know, heavy leg press um, just because that's so much force pushing down, mm-hmm. you know, when you're bottoming right. out there. Um, and we don't want that to happen. <laughs> um, so I think once we get closer to eight to 10 weeks, then we'll really be able to start to, you know, test the waters of mm-hmm. true straining. Um, but people have to realize when you're hitting that mat, you know, if you get hit, if I get hit directly on that spot, I'm not going to be a happy camper. Mm. Um, every time I, you know, my back hits that mat, I mean, that's that's one of the most explosive things that can happen. That's so much yeah. impact. And, and your core is just, it's doing that, you know what I mean? So right. um, it, it's going to be a journey, but I'm not about, you know, tiptoeing in the water. I, sure. The, the yeah. way I learned how to swim is I was, I was scaling the wall. My dad picked me up at four years old, grabbed <laughs> me by the hair, threw me in the deep end, <laughs> I went all the way down to the bottom, and I scrapped and, and clawed yeah. my way back up to the top. And that's how I learned how to swim. So, 
um, I'm, I'm used to be th being thrown into the fire, um, swimming with the sharks. So hopefully I'll treat this the same way. Is there like pressure for the younger guys, you know, to kind of fight through injury as much as possible or to just kind of power through stuff? Um, or is WWE, I mean, it seems like from an outside perspective, WWE is very good about giving people time they need to heal and kind of recover and just take care of that injury. Cause it could be a bigger problem later, but is there sort of like internally, do you ever think, man, I got to hide this cause I'm, I'm on fire right now. I, I just need to push through this and it might get worse, but you know, I'm, I got all this momentum. I think, um, you know, I think WWE does a great job of, of, you know, really stressing that we, that we're truthful with them. Um, tell, you know. Don't don't beat around the bush. If something hurts, let them know. You know, especially nowadays with with all the uh, you know the concussion um, talk about concussions and and just injuries in general. Um, there's a lot of personal pressure. I'd say you know mm -hmm. I, I'm I imagine like any other man who's trying to you know be great and just wants more. They're gonna put pressure on themselves. Uh, for me, that it was just something I learned how to live through. You know, something I played football like this. Um, uh, especially, you know, with the way things have been going when you're on the heater, you don't leave the table. Mm -hmm. um, but they've always, you know, they, they stress that this is no longer old school. Um, and I just can't help it. I'm a throwback. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you know, Vince McMahon's looked me in the face and, and called me a throwback. That's just the way, you know, especially the, the guys I run with, that's how we do it. Um, a little bit old school, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, want to say I'm a tough guy, but I think I do tough stuff, you know what I mean? Um, so for me, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself to just keep going, uh, gut it out. And, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. I think the timing, uh, you know, if I was going to go away, this this may have been the best time to do it. Yeah, I mean, potentially sets up a, a, a grand return, you know, as we get we get closer and closer to the road to WrestleMania. Like, yeah. It seems like that's there's there have definitely been guys that have come back from injury right around that time and done fantastic, amazing stuff right out of the gate, so... Well, I think you're only as good as your last performance. So, you know, the the next thing that I do in the ring, I think it's going to be pretty badass. A uh, mm. whole bunch of ass kicking going down. But mm. um, so, and how much is that weighing like weighing on you right now? Just swirling around, going like, oh, I'd love to do this. Like, get in the ring with this person, this person, this person. Uh, is is that just like? Are you just like fantasy booking every night and going like, oh man, I want to do this and oh, I want to get back in and do this. Uh, you know, I, I don't do the booking too much in my head. I, it seems like everybody in the world does that on their own. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, a lot of opinions these days. Um, for me, I just focus on myself. You know, what's going to mm -hmm. make me happy? What, what's something I want to do? What's what's interesting to me? Um, because if I'm not into it, then, then nobody's going to be into it. If I'm 100% involved and in, in, into it, then I think it'll be great. Um, if if you're a bit hesitant, I think like anything, if you, if you hesitate to pull the trigger, then then most likely you're not going to get the kill. Yeah, know? yeah. So what is it then that you you see that you out there that you want to do? I mean, obviously there are there are belts you haven't held. There there's things like that. But uh, what do you see yourself like? What is that thing that gets you out of bed? That gets you excited? Getting ready to to get back to work? Uh, to do things I haven't done, like you said. I yeah. you know I've I've been fortunate enough, especially you know with my my family line, lineage and heritage. Mm -hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to hold the tag team titles. Yeah. Um, but Pretty much in our business, if you're not here for the, you know, for the big one, mm -hmm. the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, then I don't know, then 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 you're just on the road, you know what I mean? And then you're just there. I'm I'm not here I'm to be just there. I'm here to be the guy. I'm here to have everything around me. Um to be the one, you know. Mm -hmm. I, um there's a whole bunch of number twos and threes and fours and so on, but there's only one number one and right. that's what I want. I want 
to do things I've never done. I want to go places I've never been. Um, I want people to remember me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to just be the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was pretty good for a year. I want to I want to go down as being a trendsetter, someone who who changed history and mm-hmm. and and like the fiber of this company of this business. I want to be one of those guys that uh, that there's a full era behind him. Yeah. Like you want you want to open the encyclopedia and see three pages on you, not the one paragraph for some of these guys that kind of came and went. Huh? Absolutely, I want. I mean, I want my bio to be ridiculous. I want it to take <laughs> up half of the book. Yeah. So it's been, uh, you know, like the shield was. I mean, I, I think probably you know around here, I think it's it's definitely been one of the most interesting kind of stables to watch uh, when when you guys were together, um, and then the the breakup. Uh, it was one of those things, you know, obviously stables get together so they can break up and that's that's the whole thing right um can't be friends forever sure exactly (laughs) you know singles competition is just that singles competition um and and watching watching that break up and and all that stuff has been uh, a ton of fun to watch um yeah i mean what's it been like what's the transition you know it seems like you know there were the, the three of you you know so kind of passing the mic around a little bit some talking more than others and now it's like everyone's out on your own. Like you've done a lot of uh, talking yourself, uh, you know, letting your fist do the talking as well. Uh, what's been the big differences for you going from kind of the the stable life to you know, as a singles competitor? Uh, well, you know, when you're in a group, you you have those crutches, you have those those guys to lean on. Um, you know, if I, I'm not feeling good, then those guys can pick up the slack. If they're not feeling good, then you know, an, another guy can pick up the slack. Um, that that's what a team is mm-hmm. you know you can you can really confide in each other uh you you can you can go everywhere together you can you can do anything together um you know when you're by yourself you're by yourself i mean it you know it's one of the loneliest things is being on the road by yourself um but there's a lot of responsibility as well um you know being you know working on top being being a singles guy there's a lot that comes with it it's not just you know you know doing your live events and doing your TVs right. uh you know, you're doing morning medias. You're mm-hmm. you're not going home every week. You're flying straight from SmackDown or, or Raw to to go here, and then you got to go there, and then then you get a, a day and a half, if that, home, and then you're right back out. So yeah, uh, I think just the uh, the weight of all the appearances and 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 being present and and and, and seeing so many different people and just mm-hmm. you know really putting yourself out there a lot it's i mean it's difficult it's a it's a responsibility but it's not for everybody it's an acquired taste yeah it seems like they're definitely i mean you know you see a lot of people that are just living that road life that, that of just being like an ambassador for the wwe you see some people that are you know doing that in like a legends role but then i mean you know obviously you see a guy like cena it seems like he is just on non-stop uh and you know, i mean obviously you're you're you know here injured talking to us uh, so you know you're, you're definitely living some of that road life that's uh it's cool yeah, I mean, and you know, with all the responsibility, there's so many perks. You know, I, I've been fortunate enough to go to so many places, see so many different things, so many different people. I can't tell you in, in a, on a daily basis. I was thinking about on the flight over here yesterday, mm-hmm. just being on a flight with a whole bunch of strangers, just looking at different faces and just how many people I've seen throughout, you know, you know, throughout my life, but just in the past two years, right? Just how many people I've connected with and and made eye contact with and, and socialized with just, and had small talk and just things that most people wouldn't remember, but like, you know, just standing in a coffee line, talking to a, a random stranger, um, you know, this morning in San Francisco, I didn't, if I didn't have this job, if I didn't live this life, I may not be able to say I did that, mm. you know? So, so there's so many different uh, relationships that you make. Um, being traveling the world is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, the camaraderie, you know, as well. It's, you know, we're all competing, but at the same time, we're, we're a company. We're, right. the, we're the WWE. We represent the WWE. Um, that's my team. Mm-hmm. Um, that, Every, everyone's part of the show. That's where I want to be. Um, and to share that with some people, you know, it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to start in football. What made you decide to make the transition? Was it just the the business in your blood, the wrestling in your blood? You're just like this is this is going to be the thing. Um, was there a lot of pressure, you know, having your family background to to get into this line of work? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, in my family, you know, it's it's one thing that like yeah, my dad wrestled. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. One of my uncles wrestled, but like my dad wrestled, my uncle wrestled, yeah. my cousin, my other cousin, my other cousin, <laughs> and then like six more of my other cousins, my brother, and then more cousins wrestled. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's, not, it's... it's just not the same. Like I've been, you should have seen some of the family barbecues. Like, like you would have seen the clientele. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so there's no real getting away from it. I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida. Football is just, it's like a religion down there. It's yeah. it's it's like here's Texas and then there's Florida. Yeah, we're right. just yeah. we just have better athletes though. We don't <laughs> we don't have to put all that money and build like astroturf stadiums for high schoolers. We just play in the swamp in the muddy grass and we're just faster and better. But that's that's a whole another conversation. Come up real, yeah, yeah, yeah. real. Um, so football was always a huge part of my life, and then you know once I got into into high school, it became a very you know like feasible act to get a scholarship like it, it mm, yeah it became real you know to get a scholarship and to have a free education and, and to take that weight off of my parents of having to pay for you know my college and stuff so um I took that very seriously and then once I got to college um you know I started playing a good bit mm-hmm. things like that and it it looked like oh maybe I am pretty good maybe I will be able to uh you know play in the NFL um you know things happened the way they did uh, medically, I I wasn't able to continue, and then, uh, you know, with like I said, you you can't get away from it. But, yeah, and at that point, you've built the training regiment for football and all this other stuff. It seems like that's a pretty natural progression for a lot of people uh, getting out of football and and coming over. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of things for me transfer from football. You know, things I've learned, my intensity, uh, you know, showmanship as well. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't credit football players for that, but like. You have a lot of characters, a lot of personalities, uh, a lot of showmanship. You know, I, pretty much every football player wants to make a play and celebrate. That's just mm. the thing. I mean, yeah. it became a big part of the, a part of the, uh, you know, the gig is you got what's your end zone dance? Well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's yeah. just it's entertainment. Um, but for me, I always I just wrestling was always there. Even when I was at the pinnacle of football for myself, I just I couldn't. You can't get away from it. It's just it's mm. such a big thing in my family. And I imagine it's like the, the, the training that the WWE can offer to people coming in these days, I'm sure is just like years past what, you know, some of the, or just, just so far past what, you know, other members of your family have seen, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, they really have to kind of set the stage for people to succeed and give them training, not just in the, in the physical elements, but also kind of the more like showmanship aspect of it. Is that something that like... Did you have to go through a lot of that? Was there, was there work on on that sort of stuff? Did, did people go through like I mean I hesitate to call it like acting school or something like that, but I mean you know it's it's playing to the cameras like like the showmanship aspects of it. Is that something that you bring in naturally and have to hone yourselves, or is that something they work with people on? Yeah, I mean there, there's all you can work on anything. Uh, you know, one one thing is you know it's harder to work on I would think is presence. Mm-hmm. You know, and some. Uh, 
so when we're talking about like me going from football to wrestling, yeah, you know, I obviously I'm from a wrestling family, but if I would have been, you know, five nine, you know, <laughs> like a buck fifty soaking wet, you yeah. know, with an ugly mug, I probably wouldn't have a great opportunity to get into this business. Uh, fortunately for me, I'm six three, two hundred sixty five pounds, and I don't think I'm that bad to look at. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I obviously had a few things, you know. And my skill set that transferred over for me. Right. Um, but there are so many things you can work on. You know, they, they have guys down there that work on guys with, you know, their promos and their talking uh, and, and their charisma and how to bring that out. But it's yeah. different for everybody. Hmm. Um, everybody has their own type of charisma. Everybody has their own type of presence. Um, but there, there's nothing you can't work on. I think. Yeah. There's it's one of, the, it's one of the things I remember from uh, not this current crop of video games, but just like years ago, you know, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era is – they would have like little brief segments of guys on camera or like, you know, there's one, I'm trying to remember the, the name of the game. It was one of the WCW games where they, uh, they had little videos where the guys would try to entice you to pick them. And it'd be like this, this little, this little short <laughs> oh, promo. Yeah. It's just like, right. pick me. You want to pick me? I'm the best. I'm buff Bagwell, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so many of them were so flat. It was one of those things like, I mean, I imagine a big part of what you do, a big part of the energy is like feeding off that live crowd is how much harder is it when you have to do, you know, if, if you're doing a studio segment or something like that, like how hard is it to just turn on and, and get to that level of intensity without the crowd there? Um, it, you know, it, it's different, I think, for everybody. Mm -hmm. It just depends. It depends on where you're at emotionally. It depends on where you're at, you know, what, with the program and, and what you're doing, you know, what it, you know, if you're. If you're Joe Blow with no history and no emotion behind it, then yeah, yeah it, it may be harder to connect. But like, if you have legitimate feelings and, mm -hmm. and, and your heart's on the line, and you know what I mean, I, I don't think it's that hard to get into it. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, I'm a pretty angry guy on TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So for me, you know, a lot of times I just picture of all the things I want or I don't have, mm -hmm. or or why I don't have them, or how am how am I gonna get them? And that's my motivation, you know, is just it, the wants and the needs. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, these days, so many of you guys are, are extensions of your real selves. You know, it's not necessarily like, you know, here's the here's the character, like put on the costume, here's your gimmick, go. Uh, so it must, I imagine that probably makes it easier to just kind of tap into what's really going on with you. Yeah. I mean, it's so different now, you know, like, and it, a lot of people kind of trip out, like, why, why aren't you yelling? Why aren't you like, <laughs> like, because... <laughs> You it's, haven't said brother once the whole time you've been here. I mean, what? what I thought you were. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's like noon, <laughs> and I'm. Why would I be yelling right now? I'm not mad at y'all. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but it's just so different now. You know, it's it's such a reality based situation. We mm -hmm. we're so available. Um, you know, there's so many like. Back in the day, you would have never got any of the guys in here doing this. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and Unless they were yelling or, you know, you'd have like George the Animal Steel in here eating a fake turnbuckle, yelling into a microphone or something. Yeah, or and lucky, I mean, but... to, to go in and out of character on it, like to like have Macho Man or, you know, even even Hulk now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell he's changed. He's mm -hmm. evolved yeah. over the years. Uh, if you would have brought him here in the 80s, early 80s, he would have been... Let me tell you something, bro. You know, <laughs> yeah, all that, yeah, you know yeah. just doing his whole shtick, probably standing up, sweating a storm. But... uh. <laughs> You know, you can't when when you do so much media when you're when you have uh, Facebook, Twitter, mm. Instagram, all that other stuff. I don't yeah. know anything about. <laughs> you, it you have to be closer to yourself. You know what I mean? Because right. like every everyone's got a camera. 
Everyone's mm-hmm. got a camera phone. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and it, they're always choosing the worst time to try and get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. They want to like, catch you out of character. Which is or like pretty right? much yeah. anytime I'm in my own, you know, time, <laughs> or especially in the gym, leave me alone. You know. But yeah, that, I mean, it's just you have to you have to be closer to yourself because they're going to get so much more of you on your off time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What does that feel like? Just uh, you said like you, when you were appreciating being on a plane and like having one to one moments with strangers and just. You know that sort of that that nice sort of being part of the world and, and people recognizing. You. What's it like then? Considering like over the past couple of years, you've become so much more like your notoriety has gone up. So now, if you walk down the street, you've got people probably like screaming your name and stuff. You seem like quite a sort of a humble, you know, down to earth kind of dude. What's that like? You know, now as opposed to like three years ago, and then when there's people like constantly coming up to you, is it like a positive thing or is, does it get irritating at all? It and well, for me, you know, and, and I think as anybody can speak on this is like, I'm an emotional person. Mm. You know, I have my ups and my downs. I mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm in a good mood. Sometimes I'm not in a good mood. It just depends on when you catch me. Um, but I, I'll, I'll never big league anybody. I don't care how much money I make, how, how high I go or what the things that I get to do. I'll never big league you. If anything, I may just ignore you, but I'll never go off and tell you mm. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Um, because when it comes down to it, you cut my arm, I'm bleeding the same color as you. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. I have a family. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just doing my job. You know, I'm living my life. Um, but sometimes I'm very approachable. Sometimes, you know, I want to talk. Sometimes I want someone to talk to me because I'm bored as hell. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, like, yeah. please, somebody talk to me. I'm just sitting here by myself <laughs> eating a sandwich. Um, sometimes I don't want to talk. You know, and like I said, there's just situations. You know, and I've always, like, I've always thought about getting this, like, getting the hotel key on my shirt. <laughs> Yeah. Like for when I'm in the, like there's places I just would rather not talk when mm. I'm in the gym, like mid set, I'm making money at that point. That, right. That's what's on my mind is I'm working right now. So there, I think everything in life is situational, especially, you know, regarding this. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself in the gym? Do you ever have, uh, you know, these like want to be tough guys come up to you and like, oh, wrestler guy, Roman Reigns, whatever. I can outlift you. Do you ever, you ever have weird challenges like that? <laughs> Just knuckleheads coming up to you? Like, let's arm wrestle. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've heard about that. It's never happened to me. Mm. Thank God. Everybody's, I mean, for the most part, and, and they're not, they don't mean, you know, to like, be rude or whatever totally, and they're not yeah. even thinking that they're being rude and i and i get that they're yeah. just excited which yeah. is awesome that's yeah. i mean that's what we're going for but then there's got to be times where i have to like compartmentalize it like mm-hmm. i have to mm-hmm. like i can't do this because i'm so focused on this right. um but yeah I didn't, no one's ever like tried to physically like I, I think I do a good good enough job on TV for people not <laughs> yeah up. not to like, not please to this around. is I'm I'm like we were just talking about it's I'm very close to home with what I do. So yeah. mm. if you want to try me, it, it's probably going to be a bad idea. Yeah. It makes me think of, so not to get too far off topic. So I, I, I got to go backstage uh, at an episode of Nitro. Weirdly enough, it was the one where they introduced the Kiss wrestler, which was, I'll always remember fondly. <laughs> um, and uh, it was for, you know, they're doing a video game. So it was just like they were taking some of us backstage to just like walk around, like do a quick loop and get back to our seats. And the one thing they said was like, all right, we're going back there. Um, don't make eye contact with any of the guys back there because they're going to be in the zone and they might take it as a challenge. So just, <laughs> and it sounded like the most insane thing in the world, but then I found myself like back by catering, standing next to Hogan. And I was just like, well, I can't look at anybody. It's like, well, let's, I just better keep moving. What's it like backstage? Is that crazy? Does that sound like insanity to you? Or is it, is it get intense like that? Do people have to get, so some people have to get into character like that? 
Sounds like home to me. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's different. You know, yeah. Some guys can joke around. Some, you know, for me, I try to keep it light. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting all amped up and mm -hmm. stuff. I've I've always been able to just turn it on, um, especially with intensity. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean that. You know, we're in our working space. You know, we're right. you we're zoning in. You're 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 focusing. Uh, you you have that. You have a task at hand. Mm -hmm. However, you get to where whatever you have to do to get to 100% to put your best out there, you got to do it your way. Yeah. So uh, I try to respect everybody's methods. I have my own, I have my own routine. Um, that, that can be a little tricky backstage. You know, a lot of times, especially when I'm, when I have, you know, my eye on the ball, I'm not trying to talk to anybody. I, right. Just let me walk. Uh, just think about what you're about to do. Just, kind yeah, of go yeah. over it in your mind, that sort of stuff. Just, just doing my thing. And uh, at that point, you know what I mean. I'm I'm only worried about the moment I walk out there and and like indulge in the crowd. Just it's it's us, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about the backstage. I everything every my whole day, your your whole day as a performer goes into your 20 minutes. Like, right. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting just to get to that point to go through the curtain or go down the stairs. You know, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So when people try to interrupt that, it, it yeah, it can be irritating. Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself uh, going down the stairs when you get back? Is, is it always you're always going to be a go down the stairs kind of guy? Uh, I have a few ideas. And yeah, you just have to tune in. And <laughs> okay, <watch. laughs> wow. All right, that's that's nicely cryptic. All well, right, I'll, yeah. I'll just say this: if 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 I don't come down the stairs, it'll whatever's replacing it will be way cooler. All okay, right. just yeah. put it that way. Jetpack. <laughs> i'll have the call of duty gimmick on. <laughs> right yeah just just exosuit yourself down yeah. there uh so i mean obviously you know like you're here because uh wwe 2k 15 is coming out um you know that's you know you, you've certainly played some video games in your time um obviously you know a busy man like yourself probably doesn't have a ton of time left to to put into that stuff but uh, what's it been like these days? Just being able to to look at the game and look at you know your, your place in it, how you're represented. Um, I mean, how's that feel, and, and and how do you feel that they're doing these days? Yeah, I mean, you know, especially like you said, I don't have as much time these days to play video games, but I was once a boy, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and which logged in a good bit of time playing. Um, but it, it feels surreal, you know. It doesn't, you know, when you see yourself, just seeing myself move in the ring and and strike and do the different things. Uh, it, it's almost confusing because it looks so real. It, it, like the game plays so smooth. It, it looks like, you know, real humans doing maneuvers and stuff. So mm -hmm. for me, it's just, it's a great honor. You know I mean? Anytime you can be like immortalized in a video game, I'll always be a part of that no matter what happens to me. Uh, mm -hmm. Cause anything can happen. You never know when your last night is, you know, like I never would have thought I'd be having hernia surgery the morning of night of champions. Yeah. Um, or the morning before, excuse me. Um, so, like, to be in a situation where, like, that's going to stand, you know, the test of time. Like, right. It, you know, WWE 2K20 is going to be out. And some people still may be playing 15 because it was such a good game. Mm. That's how a lot of gamers are is, like, they just can't let go. They can't move on mm -hmm. to the next one. Yeah. Um, so this is a situation like that. I'm going to be able, in video game form, to to reach out to people, to entertain people. And, and, and that's a that's a cool feeling. Yeah, it's definitely like I feel like that's it's a big part of of what you you do and 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 just the the way that stuff carries on now between the the network and video games and all this stuff like it really is that kind of immortalizing of like these storylines, these careers, like all that stuff being around for years to come. 
Uh, and it, it's definitely different than the old days. I mean, that's one of the things the WWE Network has, has been interesting to see is like some of that old footage, some of that just crazy old stuff. And, you know, it's it's maybe not all there and it's, it's kind of a bad dub in some spots. But like now, like all of it's going to be immortalized HD forever. You know, it seems like, you know, 40 years from now, someone wants to go back and watch. I want to see Roman Reigns first match. They're going to be able to find it and see it. Uh, and it's it's one of those digital age things that's that's pretty cool. Um, is there a lot of stuff like with with the network being available and stuff like that? Do you get the sense that people are going back and like you know like like yourself going back and watching some of this this older stuff and and kind of like checking out the old days, learning? You, you call yourself a throwback. Like how far does that go? I think so. I, th- I mean, I think that's one of the for me that's one of the most appealing things about the network. Um, you know, is for. A, you know, a small fee. Very on message. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> but you can, you get so much live streaming programming that's happening today. Mm-hmm. And then, but you can go back and you can go in the archives and you can see anybody, anything you want, any paper, pay-per-view you want. Um, if you, if like if for a guy like me, if I want to study a little tape, go back, watch a match, maybe watch a different story, uh, mm-hmm. watch a different program. Uh, different feud i can do that mm-hmm. you know i can i can specifically find different things i want to you know study so i think that's one of the coolest things but at the same time there's just so much availability you know what i mean right. you you, yeah. you have to be accountable at all times everything is being filmed everything i mean even like even now i was just watching uh on monday you know the the cameras are still rolling once once we go dark you know what i mean right. and which yeah. is Sometimes it, I I don't like that because that that's like a moment that we have for the house. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's like that's why it's like still you should come there. out. You should yeah. come out and see us because you're going to get these moments. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, but that's just the way it is. The you know, there you just have to be held accountable at all times. You have to be prepared. Um, as soon as you know, and once the network happened, like your interviews probably doubled. Like if you had mm-hmm. two today, you probably have four today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because right. You're gonna have to go and do a backstage thing. You know that you know that you never would have thought you had until you were mm-hmm. like oh i'm done beer mm-hmm. 30 yeah hey you want to do this interview just oh. let your gut out at that point just okay all right and then realize the camera's are still running go oh shit put it back up <laughs> and you're like your family guy situation yeah. and you're pretty involved in just like doing like the countdown stuff too like and filming all that as well so it seems like network's been keeping you busy just by mm-hmm. itself a lot of interviews like i said yeah and the and you always have the network people lingering around. Like you. <laughs> and a lot of times you don't even know them. You know, there's like some young young kid in a suit. <laughs> and then like I treat it like icon. Like, don't look at me. Don't, as soon as you make eye contact, it, you know, yeah. he's going to engage. I'm just going to stare you down until you walk <laughs> don't, away don't kindly. Ask me. We want to ask you about the greatest rivalries, rivalries of all time. You just sit down for a while. What do I look like, a historian? <laughs> but no, nah, it's cool because, uh, you know, in situations like this where you can, you know, where it's not so intense and you can, you know, let your hair down and, and make a joke or two. But uh, it, but that's just the way it is. That's the life we're living in. This is this is where we're at. And I, you know, I can't see it ever going back. Mm. Yeah, it's it's been endlessly fascinating to watch it kind of move further and further in this direction. And just the, the impact it's had on the types of characters that, that are viable and stuff. And just like, you know, just what the Internet has done to wrestling overall. You think back to. You know, just the idea of like spoilers for pre-taped shows being mm. a big deal in the '90s, and now it's just yeah. like that stuff's everywhere. You know, it's it's just, there's there's industries built around talking about wrestling. I mean, we're here, right? Wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> we're part of the problem. Oh no, what are we doing? <laughs> but it's cool though, because you you know, you have situations where 
say there's a guy that's underutilized, you know, he's not mm-hmm. getting, you know, he's not getting the time that he necessarily wants. There's always cameras available for right. you to get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can you can do anything now to catch fire. Um, yeah. It's just on you. It's on, you know, if, if you're proactive enough to do it. If you didn't get that five-minute uh, talking segment that you wanted on Monday Night Raw, then you can do it for the network. You can do it for the dot-com. You can, you know, there's right. so many different things, avenues you can go down. Or just even just to that point, just get on Instagram or Twitter and, and anything. tout yeah. it out. There, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got people who are famous for doing – for not having a skill in the world. Mm. I mean, like, legitimately, you know, I'm not going to throw out any names. <laughs> they're, they're all pretty hot, and they're in, like, one family. Um, but, like, they, they, don't, they can't dance. You can't sing. You can't what, – what do you do? Mm. You just right. – you act like an ass on TV, mm-hmm. and it gets over. So it's it, – you know, it's it's tricky. But, like, we've talked about all these different, you know, networks, all the, all the different avenues and, and different programs that we have – if if you can take advantage of them, you can make yourself relevant. Yeah. How receptive is, you know, our WWE executives and such to like, if you feel like you have like a great idea or something that you really, really want to push through, I mean, how much do you really have to fight to make that happen? Well, I, you know, then that, that goes with the situational, uh, like, and, and that grouping. Um, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to fight. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, it's like any sales pitch. It's like any business transaction. You're going to, I mean, you have to pitch it. You have to sell them. You have to make people, make people love it, make people think it's theirs. So, I mean, it's, it's an art form. That's for sure. Um, and everybody's different in that regard. You know, I, I actually just heard Jerry Jones the other day, uh, you know, one of the biggest businessmen, you know, in our country, you know, that he's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. but he can look, look at you and say, he's had his ideas knocked in the dirt more times mm-hmm. than he can ever, you know, explain. So to hear a, a billionaire, you know, and I'm sure Vince is the same way. He's had plenty of great ideas that probably been turned down, but it just depends if you're a yes man or a no man, you're going to fight for what you believe in or not. Um, and you know, and then, like I said, situations, uh, it depends on, you know, you got to choose the right hill to die on as well. So mm-hmm. you got to think about tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm, that's definitely another thing that applies to all business, like picking your fights and, and making sure that you're you're back in the right horses, doing the smart stuff. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, do you guys have anything to uh, that you want to get in here before we wrap up? I'm I'm kind of interested in obviously you've 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 got a family back home with the injury and whatnot. You've managed to sort of uh, spend a bit of quality time with them. How much like? How much did WWE help that aspect? Because clearly, as you said, with the network, with WWE.com, with all of like becoming here and talking to us about uh, video games and wrestling, like how uh, how much did they listen to like the needs of you as a as a human being to be able to spend time with your family, your daughter, and and stuff like that? Oh, they're great about that. I mean, that and that's a thing where you know you just have to speak up for yourself. You know, if if their job is to make stars. Mm. Their job is to make the biggest, you know, larger than life, uh, you know, characters and, and personalities. And a lot of work comes with that. You know, you don't just cut one promo and like, oh, there he is. It's a lot mm-hmm. of things that you have to do just night after night. Um, you know, like any successful person, it, it didn't just, here you go, sir. Mm. Um, but when you feel like you're hitting the wall, if you're feeling like, yeah, uh, I'm over my head with this. That, I mean, the, a lot of the people in our company have been there. They've done that. They know that feeling. They know what it's like to be ambitious and, and to chase greatness, but they know what's, you know where the limit can fall and where you can start doing damage to your career and mm. where you can start hurting your progression. Um, 
so really, I mean, we have a great team, you know, that, you know, they do, you know, talent relations and things like that, that, that they mark out our schedule. If we need some time, if you have a big event coming up, if, you know, you have something that you need to attend to, they, they work with you. But at the same time, it, you know, it all goes back on the individual. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm a guy that likes to take on a lot. Um, I'm willing to push myself as there's a bunch of guys in our in our crop of guys we have now, this new generation. They're all hungry. Um, and, and sometimes you have to look past of, you know, okay, can I handle a little more? And then just look at competition. Like, mm. So if I can't take this, then he'll take it. You know what I mean? So it, it's guys all, who guys who don't just, have families, maybe or just you know, man yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Just want more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, anytime you know anything you know family wise comes up, they'll always put that first. I and mean, this is a family business. Mm. I mean, the McMahons are their family, and and they 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 thrive on that, and they they know how important that is. Mm-hmm. You talk about that new generation. I mean, there's definitely like you know, there's a lot of guys coming up. How much of the competition is, is based on that? Do you feel like that there's a, a struggle in, in some sense of like, you know, there's these guys that have been around a while, like like for us to get where we want to go, we're going to have to take their spot. Like like how much of, of that uh, is going on uh, behind the scenes, do you think? Is it a shark tank? Is it a political <laughs> insanity? Or or is it like pretty easy going like, hey, we're, we're generally all on the same team. No, nah, this isn't no Smurf community now. <laughs> like, we're not all like in the mind together, like hi ho, hi ho. Yeah. I mean, this is competition. Yeah. Um, this is livelihood. This is, this is. I mean, trying to get ahead in life. Uh, mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's a Shark Tank. You're you're not dealing with anyone who is where they're at. They're not just gonna go lightly. Right. Uh, you know, if if I'm fortunate enough to get to a position where I, you know where I'm, that's where my goal is to be. And it's time that there's someone else trying to take it. I'm gonna dig in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dig in, and it's you're just gonna you're gonna have to do whatever you can. And yeah. and I I respect that. Mm-hmm. I like I don't want nobody to give me anything. I want to take it. I mean that's just a that's a part. It's war. I mean it, mm-hmm. I mean in a sense, you know, no disrespect to our troops and our armed forces mm-hmm. that that is war. But uh, you know, mentally, um, socially, it, it can feel like war. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it. That's just the way it is. Nobody, no king ever went lightly. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. He he's gonna fight. He's gonna. I, I'd lock my kingdom up, put my walls <laughs> up. You know what I mean? And 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 just hold on. Yeah. If to tear this whole thing down, you want to get through <laughs> Pretty you. Much. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Thank you so much for your time. I, I do, Actually, I do I, have, John yeah. Carlos. Yeah. I feel here. like I would be letting thousands, if not millions, of people down if I didn't. Float, right, float here, this in front of okay. you. Okay, chime in, brother. Let's, so the, let's get some armchair booking going. The, the, yeah, this is some serious, some serious shit. All right, <laughs> so gimmick transfers not unheard of in in wrestling history. Like Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers, Ric Flair kind of carried that away from him. And you know, it could be argued that Hulk Hogan was an amalgamation of a bunch of guys, including Ventura and and some others. Um, something that's been kind of coming up in regards to you and. You know, I think this would actually work pretty well as you as the new Undertaker. <laughs> and there will always ever be that, the original Undertaker. He will always be that dude. But you have this style and the way that you carry yourself that I think just fits that gimmick perfectly. And, you know, it's it's something where I'm like, that 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 gimmick is something that should never, ever go away. It's something that just, it makes wrestlers just so immensely, you know, kind of just popular right off the bat. And, you know, and obviously the original Undertaker, he, he brought something that just had never been seen before. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, just wanted to float that by you. Are you asking me to be a dead man? I, you know <laughs> what? I'm I'm asking you to be an American badass. <laughs> you know? Get Kid Rock on the phone. Let's do this. You, you do uh, you do a mixture of of the Undertaker with what you're currently doing. I think that would be super awesome. Yeah, I mean, I you know one of the good things about Undertaker is there's a lot of pageantry you know behind you know his character and yeah. the things that he was able to do and just make work. Um, yeah, I don't ever know if I would be able to, to pull that off. I, you know, I have my own things going for me, of course. Mm. Um, but just the way, like you said, he evolved, you know, like when, when we went away from those really over the top characters and everybody had a mascot and a, like an animal and a manager, um, he was able to be a smart enough businessman to, to shift into the American badass because that's what was in, I mean, people, uh, Ass may have been the most popular word <laughs> during Attitude Day. I mean, yeah. just things were going up. It it was being thrown around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, there was, I'm there was a Mister Ass, <laughs> like cutting right to the chase, <laughs> which we actually beat. In <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, double spear, double triple power bomb. Yeah, yeah. The double oh, yeah. spear happened. Yeah. yeah, or is it a triple double? I don't know. That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> we had an argument about that. Um, yeah, and. One thing I th- I take from Taker is, um, like you said, the the performer he was to be able to evolve and the longevity that he had, but just everything I've ever heard about him, just a complete pro- professional, um, a locker room guy, a leader. Yeah. Um, so those are the things I'd like to take. I'd like to, I'd like to think that uh, you know I've always said this: if I was ever fortunate enough to uh, you know have a bus and all that, and and you know do the big star thing. I would still want to dress in the locker room. I'd want to be around the guys. I, mm. you know, to get that feel mm-hmm. because that, that chemistry, that, you know, having a tangible thing, you know, a, you know, where you can cut it, like yeah, those guys got it. Mm. That a lot goes into that. It's not only just being in the ring together. A lot of it is knowing each other, trusting each other. So, um, but I don't know. Maybe you know, I wouldn't mind pulling a few magical tricks out of my hat. You know, what <laughs> I mean? like you could make the lights go out and come on at will there's yeah. all sorts of stuff you know but the cool thing too is there's just so many different varieties of stipulation matches that he had i mean i still remember mm. the coffin matches with yokozuna yeah. and my cousin um mm. and I, I just a little guy a little tyke watching just so pissed at undertaker <laughs> right? but at the same time he's so cool man he's just so cool but yeah i wouldn't i've heard that before i've but it's just like where did that come from you know um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it just, just sort of got. It just ha- yeah, I don't know. Just, just accumulated out of. Yeah, it's, maybe it just speaks to your intensity that, that people are able to connect you to to him in that way. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's just like sort of like you know just a badass kind of tough dude thing. I mean that's, I mean I think that's a big part of the Undertaker gimmick. You know, outside of just you know the supernatural stuff, like that dude just brings this like atmosphere with him yeah, that sure, you yeah. just you don't ever f with that dude ever. Um, and you know, I think you kind of carry that, that same kind of, you know, that same kind of gravitas. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, I think it's very similar. Um, and I was super pissed when I saw Brock Lesnar sit up at SummerSlam. I was like, no, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna take the Undertaker's gimmick. (laughs) He's stealing the power. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I don't see Brock taking anybody. (laughs) He's got enough of his own stuff. He's got his Jimmy John's gimmick. He doesn't need (laughs) They, but they do wear the same gloves. They do. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Connection there. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. We'll uh, we'll get back into the show. Uh, get Alex back on and and uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, Roman Reigns, WWE superstar. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's been uh, terrific talking to you, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks a lot.